What's up, Skeleton Crew Nation, Boneheads, podcast listeners? This is Matt Wazell, if you're nasty. I'm here to introduce our new version of Banana Lazer's Halloween Retrospective, specially made for the Skeleton Crew. That's right. We all put our dicks together, and we've re-edited, reproduced Banana Lazer Halloween Retrospective from 2013. And before you say, hey, 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 wait, wait, whoa, 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 I love those shows. Why mess with them? Well, to be fair, we put these shows out one a week, and so there was no editing involved. And there were things I wanted to do in the production that we just didn't get to because I had to crank them out so fast. So now, with the help of Alex, we're putting these out as a gift to you guys for Halloween. And I think this is going to be a real treat for you guys. Even if you've listened to these shows multiple times, I really think you're going to like this listen. So put on your clown masks, don't spill any butter on your pants, and let's do this. Death has come to your little town, Sheriff. Welcome, Laser Nation, to the Banana Laser Horror Podcast. The podcast that has to be peeled to be believed exclusively at Horrorphilia.com with your sexy host, Dave Z. Hey, yo! I'm a pretty simple guy. And Matt Wazell. Matt Wazell. Matt Wazell. Matt Wazell. The potassium starts now. believe what it took to get the Stonehenge rock back to California. Happy Halloween, fuckers. Welcome to Banana Laser. My name is Matt Wazell, if you're nasty, and with me, as always, is the neighbor that's been trick-or-treated to death tonight, Dave Z. What the fuck is up, Dave Z? You don't know what death is. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know what death is. Oh, there he is. What the <laughs> fuck was that? Uh, Craig from South Park has made a return. You know, now what that does. Ah, <laughs> oh, fucking, fucking love it. classic. No, tonight's version is, uh, what do you call it, though? It is not Halloween version. It's, uh, it's... Uh, pop, 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 pop. Yeah, bitches. That's the game. Silver Shamrock. Yeah, that, that's very hypnotic. Love it. Yeah, so uh, tonight on the show, guys, we are discussing Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, and Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. happening. And uh, we are very honored because we have our first official guest here on Banana Laser. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. He is a podcast host in his own right with his show Cinema Beef. And you can find him on cinemabeefpodcast.blogspot.com. Gary Hill, welcome to Banana Laser. Hello, 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 guys. Hello. hello. Welcome. And uh, did you bring the grinder with you? 
I brought the grinder all, all day long, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking banana beef in the house right now. <laughs> right on. So, uh, yeah, without any uh, further ado, let's get into it and move on with our Halloween retrospective. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, 1982. Uh, this movie... Obviously changes the formula of the Halloween franchise and, uh, you know, for the better, in my opinion, you know, where else could they have gone with Michael Myers? Could they continue to retread the the story like they do with Friday the 13th? So the producers decided to do something different. They wanted to make the franchise a, you know, anthology, putting out a different movie every year, which I think is a great idea. Yep. And this time we get Season of the Witch. Uh, like it or love it, it's the uh, it's the new beginning of the Halloween franchise because there is no Michael Myers. Ooh, sorry. Yeah, I bought that too. When fucking <laughs> looking back now, this is the kind of movie that didn't really get appreciated until much later on, and it still doesn't get appreciated by a lot of people. A lot of people just fucking flat out hate it. To this day, they consider mm-hmm. it the, uh, you know, it, it's weird because the other day I saw something on, on Facebook on one of the many pages I belong to about horror, and somebody put up a question, and I was like, what the fuck, really? And, and they asked, they said, which is the worst movie, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, or Jason Goes to Hell? Oh, get the fuck out All right, of here. No, fuck that this. person. <laughs> but hold on. Yeah, well, th- that's the question, but th- it gets worse. There's probably about 70 replies, and about 60 of them say Halloween 3. And what? I'm, yeah, I, I can't believe how many. I mean, granted, it's only seventy people. It's not representative of the whole general public. But I was really like, you know, wow, I can't fucking believe it. People really hate on that shit this this much just because Myers wasn't in the movie. But yeah, it, they do. It's, it's all about the title. If it was called something else, it would have been, you know, uh, what, I mean, what this movie is is a great like B movie. You know, it's it, it's a. It's a nice little Halloween adventure, you know. It's a B movie, and it's it's fun. It's a fun movie, and yeah, if you can't get past the fact that Michael's not in it, I mean, but you know, we'll get to whenever they bring Michael back in part four and and what that entails. But you know, you gotta take it for what it is. Just because he's not in there, you know, who cares? Right? Did you guys I, like I, it when it first came out? Or do you remember when it first came out? Right? I, I I was barely alive when it first came out. What? <laughs> no, I loved it as a kid. Uh, actually, I I thought it was cool. I liked the uh, uh, the robot guys, the suit guys, whatever you want to call them. And uh, I loved the ending as a kid. Uh, that just really struck a chord with me. Yeah. So let's let's talk about some of the the characters. I mean. <laughs> You know, since Michael's not in it, what do we have? And our star of the film, Tom Atkins, Daniel Chalice, fucking awesome. Because who doesn't want to be the this guy in this movie? I mean, come on. It's, it's <laughs> no the mustache, man. It's the mustache. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's fucking, he's, he's getting fucking chicks left and right. He's boozing up constantly, you know. And he's a doctor on top of that, so he, you know, he probably gets paid pretty well. But, but this guy, even though I, I emulate him in my everyday life, <laughs> he's like the crustiest fucking, uh, you know, forty year old or whatever 
uh, to be a star of this movie. It's kind of strange because, just, <laughs> you know, he's like, he, he reeks of booze and cigarettes, I'm sure. You know, he's got the fucking porn stash going on. And, <laughs> and for him to get with uh, uh, that chick who's like 20 or something like that is just like <laughs> mind-boggling to me. But, hey, you know, he's got the moves like Jagger, I guess. I don't know. Something really turned around, man, because you went back at the hotel room. She was all set for him. Oh, yeah. Where do you want to sleep? <laughs> that's, oh, a, right? that's a silly question. <laughs> <laughs> and she got over the fucking grieving process really quick. Yeah, really quick. Right? With his dick. Right. Yeah. <laughs> fucking dirty little girl. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, let's, let's jump back uh, to the beginning of the movie. Uh, right off the bat, we move from Haddonfield to Northern California, I don't know why they felt the need to tell us that, but, uh, and we get a nice little chase scene. Uh, the thing that I recognize right off the bat that I really enjoy is the music. I enjoy the synth score, uh, back in Halloween two, you know, they really sent up the score of the classic Carpenter theme. And now Carpenter is actually back doing this score for this movie. And I think it is a great uh, soundtrack to this B kind of style of movie and I thought it works perfectly I love the charm of it I fucking love yeah. the opening credits I love when they start off they do, dee, 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 they're doing that thing and it ends up being you know the pumpkin flashing at the end and what a great start and then as soon as the movie starts itself like you said with that chase scene uh, mm-hmm. the, the music is great you know it, it's Carpenter all the way mm-hmm. it's, it's fantastic and see the thing about this one is it's filmed that same widescreen aspect that, that Halloween 1 and 2 were filmed with that, that uh, what's his name, Dean Cundy. It, it was him and John Carpenter collaborating on filming it wide so you can see all kinds of stuff on the sides and in the background. That's that's something that, that these three movies have, Halloween 1, 2, and 3. That mm-hmm. And those are the only ones. And that's something about these movies that not a lot of mo- movies do have. That's why he invested so much in Halloween 1 on that camera because he liked... Carpenter liked the way that looked, and, and the you know the, the director of photography or whatever the position is called, Dean Cundy, he comes in and freaking it looks great. And, and, and right off the bat, it feels, I mean, somewhat like one and two. It, it has it has a that it sounds that way, and it has that atmosphere. You know, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it has the atmosphere. It opens with you know the credit sequence has a pumpkin in it, you know, so it's sticking with that theme. But they updated it to, you know, a, a computer-generated image, which fits perfectly in this movie because it's all about taking a computer and and stealing the power from Stonehenge and to kill people. What the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I love that. I love the opening sequence uh, because you're introduced to this guy. He's running away from these, uh, you know, suited guys, the men in black, whatever you want to call them. And right off the bat... I mean, they look, you know something is up with them because one guy, one of the suited guys pins him down and he's able to finagle a car loose that's just held by blocks for some reason. And instead of, you know, screaming in terror or trying to get free, this guy just emotionlessly looks at the car and gets killed. And right, right there, you know, what the fuck is up with these guys? What I thought they were trying to do with those guys is really bring an element that is Michael Myers into this movie with, you know, the blank face and the just 
kind of emotionless killer aspect. I thought they were trying to bring the style of Michael Myers into the movie without having him actually in the movie. And from what you find out, though, that these guys are, are robots naturally, so they actually have the ability to have retard strength. Michael Myers, you don't know where it comes from. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Retard strength. <laughs> <laughs> and they do have it. But, you know, this guy was obsessed. Tommy Lee Wallace, the whole thing with Northern California and other things that go on through this movie, he basically modeled this movie after, uh, what do you call it, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. There's very, there's very, there's in, intent, in, pardon me, <laughs> fucking, that's too early for me. There's a <laughs> intentional, you know, um, things done to, to mirror Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Even the sans, even the, san, the yeah, Santa Mira, California is where it's supposed to be set. That, yep. that itself also comes right from Body Snatchers. And oh, a, is that right? Yeah, there's a oh. whole bunch of shit that mirrors Body Snatchers intentionally because Tommy Lee Wallace was fucking trying to mirror it and do that. And then his, the dudes with having the, the 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 suits and ties, he was kind of – he was making a statement, like a political statement, saying that fucking this, these are the real evils in the world now is fucking corporate America and suit and tie guys basically. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can totally look at this movie as like a slant on consumerism and 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 all that advertising, and it's it's so I don't want to say it's heavy handed, but those elements no. are def, definitely there, uh, absolutely, and kind of like uh, you know you get you get what you pay for essentially, which is your children turning into snakes and bugs. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you happen to know anything about this Cochran? Do I know anything? He made Santa Maria what it is today. Dried up little pile of nothing. Let me tell you something, mister. He brought in every damn one of them factory people from the outside. You think huh. he'd hire me, local boy? No way. Turn me down flat. If you haven't got a dollar, you can spare it in. Thank you. All I can tell you, mister, is watch out. Seen the TV cameras yet? He's watching you, friend, I guarantee you that. Hey, Cochran! Fuck you! Shh, shh. It's all right, it's all right. It don't matter to me. He's probably listening. If he is, I got one thing to say. It's the last Halloween for that lousy factory of his. Pretty wild shit going on in there. I, I, I heard rumors. Like what? What'd you hear? This year, I'm gonna get me... About a case and a half of Molotov cocktails. Burn that son of a bitch right now. Last Halloween for them. Last Halloween. So this movie is based around Silver Shamrock, and that's a company that produces one of or three masks. That's it. Uh, fucking jack-o'-lantern, a witch, and a skull. And th- these masks are all the rage. I I don't understand why. I mean, granted, uh, you know, they look cool. You know, they look very professional. But wouldn't there be something else that the kids would want? It seems like they really try to play it up like every kid was going to be wearing one of these things when it just seemed... Maybe it's because of something with the flashing pumpkin. Maybe it hypnotizes the kids into wanting the mask. Like some okay. advertising. 
have they been making masks for years, or did Cochrane just finally, once he built his robot army and they were able to steal the Stonehenge rock, is that when he started building masks? How does that work? Also, they, they say that you know when the his his best sales when he comes to visit the factory, that he's been his you know top seller for so many years running or however long. Mm-hmm. And right. So I'd imagine he'd making masks for a while. It was all kinds of Halloween gadgets he he'd been known for, and, and, and pranks, and you know, and you know, and stuff that you see see later on in the factory. Mm-hmm. So I guess you were supposed to be under the impression that. You know, they have made masks before. But I could see why all the kids would want it, because look at how often that fucking commercial was on TV. What's the matter? Don't you like them? Mom already got us masks. Silver Shamrock, look! Nice try. Eight more days to Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. So, how you been? Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. I gotta call in. Drinking and doctoring, great combination. Oh, all you have to do is turn turn the TV on and it comes on. That's like what I'm magic. saying. <laughs> you remember being a kid and that, once again, it could be a slam on consumerism once again. It's constantly fucking shoved down your throat and it has that catchy song, you know, Mary Had a Little Lamb turned into this. That, yeah, right. It's got it all. Of course the kids are going to want it. Think about that because remember back then, in the 80s, what did we have? We had those fucking... Those cheap masks you buy, they were cool, I guess, but they were just plastic, and, and you put the thing over, and you had the bodysuit, and they were cool. Spock. Yeah, all that shit, right? I mean, they were cool, but masks like this, big rubber masks that were mass marketed, you didn't see that back then. No, you know, when and, I was when I was a kid, it was either you're going as a ghost or you're going as a hobo. Take your pick. <laughs> <laughs> we are not going shopping for a fucking Halloween outfit. <laughs> You can dress up in your dad's clothes and put some dirt on your face and you're a hobo. You must have a lot of those. I got a rock Halloween, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, did you ever cut your own holes for the, for the ghost costume or not? I never, I never did the ghost, no. Okay. Oh, you because, didn't even do the ghost. Oh, fuck. No, because, and I think I've talked about this before, and I guess it started when I was a kid, but like wearing masks and stuff like that for Halloween, I never wanted to do that. I always want to dress up. And I'll put, like, face paint on or something like that. But I never wanted to wear a mask because I knew that at some point it'd be uncomfortable and i just want to take it off. And then if you want to take it off, then what's the point of dressing up? You know what I mean? So never wanted to do that. And, and besides, when you're older, you can't drink beer with the fucking mask on. <laughs> hey, Mr. Cochran, just what is the final process? I uh, sure it's just a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Quality inspection, a seal of approval, you know, the usual. And of course, a couple of trade secrets. Yeah, and uh, you you brought it up, Gary. This fucking, uh, uh, once we get to Santa Mira and the fucking top salesman comes to visit with his family and, sh- and stuff like that, what does Cochran do to reward him? He kills his, him and his family. He's your top salesman. I know that after this Halloween, basically you've, you've done it all and you're not going to be in business anymore because you've taken over the world or whatever his master plan is, you know, at link. But 
why would he kill his top salesman? I don't, he's just that <laughs> fucked up, you know? He doesn't get him cocaine and hookers. He <laughs> well, it, kills it, his son. It goes and, to that, man. You, you, you don't pay the hoe for a company. You pay her to leave, okay? You know, it's all I say about that. <laughs> you sound way too knowledgeable about that. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, but uh, he didn't give a fuck because he was doing his thing that he was doing. And it was only a one-time deal. He, he knows he's not going to kill fucking the entire world, but he knows he's going to sacrifice a shitload of children. And that's really what it's all about. And he can only do it that year. He explains it in, in that, that big speech at the end when he says that uh, the planets are aligned or whatever it is. This mm-hmm. is the time. We have to do it now. And, you know, yada, yada. Fucking this is the time we're doing it and fucking whatever. You know, and he didn't care about even next year because the guy said, oh, well, you know, he even mentions it. He goes, I don't understand why they won't take any of my, my pre-orders for next year. He mentioned it to his wife. You know, well, he don't give a fuck. This Cochran guy runs the whole town. He's already powerful as fuck. Has to be rich. What does he care? He's going to fucking, you know, be a total asshole and make an example. He has to test it on somebody. So he goes, well, hey, why not bring fucking little buddy in here and do it to him? You know? <laughs> yeah. Buddy, he- grabbing his face. Yeah, oh, that's great. Too. With with his mother's annoying laugh, oh, yeah. <laughs> laughing as he's going down, still not noticing it, right? <laughs> oh God! Even though he plans on, you know, this is a one-time gig, they're still making masks on October thirtieth, the night before. Are they shipping them out like that <laughs> night? You know, they're they're making tons and tons of masks, but by tomorrow, it's going to be all for naught. So. I don't know. I don't know how long the final processing takes, you know, for these masks, but that that shit that shit was fucking hilarious. I'm sorry. Whenever Dan Chalice and uh what's that what's that gal's name? Ellie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're going through you know, taking the tour and stuff. Well, these masks haven't been through final processing. We know what that means. They don't have that little chip on there that's gonna fucking murder you. Right. But they don't know that. Or, you know? or fry your mouth if you fuck with it. Yes, yeah. But then it has the shot of Dan looking down the corridor, and you see the fucking door. It says final processing above it. It's like, hmm, I'm going to have to do some investigating, I think, behind there. What is final processing? That shit had me cracking up. Listen, he just walked up out of the rain. I swear to God that's all there was to it. I just brought him here. You have a room for him? Uh, yes, 13. Hey, can I leave now? Sure, I don't see why not. Thanks a lot for bringing me. Appreciate well, thank you, Doc. I was always taught that when somebody needs help, you help them. I mean, unless there's going to be trouble. There's not going to be any trouble, is it? I mean, you never know when somebody might be needing help. And it might be my time next time. All of us. All of us. 100 milligrams Thorazine. IB. But uh, let, let's let's jump back a little bit and talk about how uh, Dan and Ellie meet. It turns out that the guy from the intro is actually Ellie's dad, and he is a. Uh, what is he? A toy store owner or something like that? He was he was trying to go to Santa Mira to Silver Shamrock to get more masks, and he discovered the whole plot, or he's discovered something. Yeah. So he's on the run. He gets killed. This hospital that he goes to, uh, the gas station attendant takes him to. 
he is like this hospital is more empty than the fucking Haddonfield Memorial <laughs> yeah. in part two. I see two people in this hospital. Two. Like what the fuck? Hey, man, what kind of late at night, man? Come on now. Oh come on! Aren't hospitals like fucking twenty four hours? There should be a full staff there, you know, constantly. I don't know. It's There's just... a little more action in this one than there is Haddonfield Memorial. You I, think? I didn't. Yeah, think. I was thinking it because as I was watching it, I was thinking about Haddonfield Memorial, saying, "Hmm, let's check this out." There seemed to be maybe there was more. There was phones ringing or background noise or something. There was just more people going on because remember the other guy came in. There's conversation going on because you actually see about 15 people that are working there. It just seems like a more busy environment. Where Haddonfield Memorial, I don't think you ever saw more than two people in the same room at once, maybe three. No. But I'm, you know what I mean? Where there just seems to be more action going on in, at this place. But once again, it was easy enough for the guy to walk in and do that fucking awesome kill and break that guy's nose. Yeah. Okay. Thing. I want to ask now. It looked like he grabbed his like his his eye cavities. And just kind of ripped his nose bone out or something like that. Is that what it, he did? It looked really cool. It did. But it, it was it seemed strange as to what exactly he was doing. You know, if he was just doing like a skull crush or something like that, it would seem more simpler. But it looked like he grabbed his, his you know, the bridge of his nose right. and just kind of cracked that. And that's how it killed him. And, yeah, ugh, pulled it up. Horrific. Yeah. yeah, it is ugh. horrific. It's sick. Yeah. And it looked good. You know, we know something's weird with these fucking well-dressed men. And and right here is another thing. They have superhuman strength. And, you know, whereas in Halloween we might not question it as much, here we're going to question it. Well, what the fuck is up with these guys? Are they... Yeah, they were... But, um, yeah, so then um, the, the guy, he walks out to his car. He pours gasoline on himself while sitting in the car, lights himself on fire instantly... The car explodes. I love it when movies do this stupid shit. Uh, you know, it's like it makes you believe cars just are exploding all around us if you fucking light a cigarette lighter. Uh, but, yeah, he and that they must have let that burn for a while. Look, Chalice, I'm only the assistant. Just tell me what you know, Teddy. Not much. It's taking a while. The guy was just a pile of ashes. I know the sheriff thinks he was on drugs. That doesn't make any sense. I've seen lots of people on drugs. A man was in complete control. He looked like a businessman. He had to be one strong businessman, I can tell you that. You don't just pull someone's skull apart without a little lower arm strength. Know what I mean? Teddy, just do me this one favor. Check this one out yourself. No, I can't do that. It's got to go through the... Please. This thing's really got you. No promises. Thanks. Thanks. I was always good at moonlighting, wasn't I? Oh, the best. Hey, do you still have that... Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> How you been? Okay, you? Okay. Sierra Mesa's still making you drink your ass off. Oh, yeah. Thanks again. Uh, and a few scenes later when... <laughs> it's the next morning, right? <laughs> when Dan is calling that the, the fucking... Uh, what is it? Assistant corner that he wants to bang and should bang... But uh, they they find nobody, <laughs> nothing, and they are baffled. Where did he go? What happened? All we got is this pile of gears and shit. I found that to be fucking hilarious. That on the inside, these guys are like a fucking a a, a grandfather clock, just a bunch of gears <laughs> swirling around <laughs> and some chains and stuff like that. 
Well, and, their, but, their maker was a toy maker, so yeah, essentially yeah. you're going to have great mechanical parts in them. Yeah, but, <laughs> I mean, it, just the <laughs> image alone I thought was pretty funny. But it makes sense. Yeah, he's he's the ultimate toy maker, like you said. <laughs> it's almost like they're Oompa Loompas for Willy Wonka. Oh, <laughs> my God. That would have been great. Oompa if Loompas. Once, once they got to the factory, they opened the door to final processing, and there's fucking all these Oompa Loompa. Imagine them singing the song. (laughs) That's fucking great. Yeah, I mean, what other movie has fucking Stonehenge in it? That anytime that's mentioned, you know, from the news broadcast at the beginning, (laughs) that is great how they slip it in too. Yeah, police are baffled that the fucking (laughs) rock is missing. Well, fuck yeah, I'm baffled. Clark Griswold. (laughs) Oh my god, he started it all. He loosened it up for the fucking Oompa Loompas. Yes. Oh my god. I don't know. <laughs> All I can think about when someone is Clark Griswold in European vacation. That's right. And the fucking the domino effect. Remember? I forgot about yeah. that. Okay, so that's three movies that use Stonehenge. Is there any other movies? Uh, because it's just kind of ridiculous. It's so. It, I, I really like it because, like I said, it's got that B movie kind of quality. You know, it's like. It's like, don't try to piece this shit together. Just go along with it. It's fucking ridiculous. There's Stonehenge. There's witchcraft. There's the planets lining up. You know, it's it's just a fun kind of feel to it. Part one and two are, you know, try to explain that. This guy with a fucking knife doing all this shit. And... Uh, Cult of Thorn, hello. <laughs> <laughs> we Spoilers, explained it. Man. Spoilers. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. fuck. Yep, we're getting to it, baby. <laughs> Cult of the Thorn explains the whole fucking series. Maybe away. that's what Cochran... <laughs> maybe he's part of the Cult of Thorn, and that's his... Ah, fuck, man. That's yeah, not... <laughs> that's true. Let's Cult tie it all in. <laughs> yeah. Not, not, the, not the head boss of OCP, never. <laughs> that's... Yes, exactly. I, I love RoboCop, and having... Uh, him being the villain essentially in that movie and him being in this movie he, I mean he's a great villain I mean he's just so like stoic and and he's just he just loves being an asshole you know I mean he's devised this plan to kill kids just for a goof that's it they, there's really no other reason no he it's just sacrifice won- it's sacrifice he, he explains it it's a he bit of both film, yeah He's both. He goes, what better joke than a prank to play on the kids? Yes, that's part of it. But the other part of it is sacrifice. We sacrificed animals and small children when the mountains ran red with with fucking, you know, with their blood. Because apparently the gods that that they worship, the Celtic gods, whatever it is, they want children and animals sacrificed. So they just figure out we're gonna, we're gonna fucking spill the blood of all these children and whatever. And this is the best ever. A joke on the children. But there's a better reason. You don't really know much about Halloween. You thought no further than the strange custom of having your children wear masks and go out begging for candy. It was the start of the year in our old Celtic lands and we'd be waiting in our houses of wattles and clay. The barriers would be down, you see between the real and the unreal. And the dead might be looking in to sit by our fires of turf. Halloween. The festival of Samhain. The last great one took place 3,000 years ago when the hills ran red with the blood of animals and children. 
sacrifices in part of our world, our craft. Witchcraft. To us, it was a way of controlling our environment. It's not so different now. It's time again. In the end, we don't decide these things, you know. The planets do. They're in alignment. And it's time again. The world's going to change tonight, Doctor. I'm glad you'll be able to watch it. And... Happy Halloween. I, I like the... I like the, his first explanation. When he's got Dan tied up and he's just like, well, you know, do I really need a reason? He does say <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, yeah, no, you don't. That's awesome. Just fucking kill kids. But then, <laughs> but then you're right. Yeah, he goes on to elaborate and all that shit. But that, that's another great moment. Yeah, him being tied up in the chair like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let, let's, oh, yeah. let's talk about that. Him making the throw of the mask out of the camera. <laughs> oh, Kobe Bryant God. can make that shot, okay? <laughs> right? <laughs> You know, there's now, a story behind that, too. The fucking the throw on the camera. What's well, that? Do, do tell. Well, apparently when they were doing it, you know, the Ekin is tied up or whatever, and um, Tommy Lee Wallace, the director, is showing, basically explaining to him what's going to be done. He goes, I just want you to throw it like this, and then we're going to do the rest, obviously. You know, and he goes, and, and he goes, really, all you have to do is this. And he took the mask, and he threw it, and on his first shot, it caught the camera. He just happened to get lucky, and of course they weren't filming it. They weren't filming. Oh, right, and okay. the, all the guys were like, oh, man, you just fucking jinxed it. Now you're never going to do it again. And apparently it took like 49 or 51 more takes before it finally happened again. It's it's, But it's they're not even in the same shot together. There's not like a wide shot of him doing it. It's It's him throwing it, cut to, it landing on the camera. Am I wrong about that? So no, why... I, why they even do that? They still mean... had to throw it to give it the effect of because you're seeing it from the camera's view, so the thing still does have to fly on yeah, and yeah. look somewhat yeah. realistic and attach itself to the camera. Hmm. So, I mean, that was just the director's vision. He wanted to have it look that way, and uh, you know, it works to have it that way. It looks. Oh, I was definitely badass. I mean, it just ups, you know, <laughs> Mr. Chalice's uh, awesomeness. Absolutely, oh, he's the fucking man, isn't he? Right? <laughs> yeah, he could do no wrong. <laughs> Except uh, to his wife, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> By the way, which is what's her name? Which is I thought, which I thought was cool because she's the only person to appear in Halloween one, two, and three. Annie Brackett. Yeah, Annie. Yeah, that was awesome. I never realized that until this viewing. I and it's because I just watched Halloween two, and I'm watching this. I'm like, holy shit, she fucking. Okay, so she didn't die in Haddonfield. She moved to <laughs> California. She, she, her look is much different. I guess you know she's got to look older, but it, that's why I didn't recognize her. She she's definitely... a robot. That's why <laughs> she's a robot. Don't, don't, Holy don't, shit! Don't. That explains it. <laughs> Holy fuck! There you go. And how about this? I'll go one step further with that situation with the family. Did you know that? Well, you probably didn't know. I just happened to watch the commentary. Um, <laughs> one of the children, the boy. You know, he has the two kids, the daughter and the son. Well, mm-hmm. the son is the is his father is actually 
Father Karras from fucking The Exorcist. No shit. Yeah, huh. it's, it's Damien Karras' son. I forget his real name, but huh. somehow he ended up being cast in this role. So, yeah, there's another tie-in. Linda, I can't get out of it. I'm really sorry. I... No, it's just a bunch of doctors talking about boring stuff. I... Linda, Linda, take it easy. I'll be back to take them trick-or-treating, I promise. I'll call... No, I can't remember the name of the hotel. I'll call you Monday. I gotta go. Bye. And we talk about Dan being a badass, but you're right. As far as his family is concerned, he's a fucking prick. I mean, he keeps, <laughs> right. you know, I can't pick the kids up. I'm doing this, you know, investigative work that makes no sense. Uh, but I'll be there. I'll be there Saturday. I'll be there Saturday. Well, I, I can't really do it. I have to go to Santa Mira, you know, for a, a fucking doctor conference. You know, I, I can't I get laid. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I mean, that that's a question I have is like, is it just Dan's curiosity that what? is why he's investigating this whole thing? I mean, he doesn't have to do any of this, right? He's a doctor, not a police officer. Well, it has to be, you know. He I think it's all for the nookie. That's yeah, what I'm saying. You see, he sees his girl that is damsel in distress. When he meets Ellie, he's drinking at a bar. He's watching uh, Halloween on the TV. I think that's one of the times they play Halloween on yeah, the TV. Yeah, they flip the channel and there it is, yeah. Yeah. And and then Ellie comes in and one of the first things she says is uh that she was told that from his coworkers that he would be there at the bar. <laughs> right. That's how much this guy fucking drinks. Holy <laughs> shit. It's Miller time. It's Miller it's time. Miller time. <laughs> He's no better than the doctor from part 2. He was fucking drunk too. Oh, God. <laughs> you know? <laughs> he's at the country club drinking, and he comes in, and he's fucking half in the bag. Now, they should have said it in Haddonfield, because that would have been great to see those two doctors team up. Well, <laughs> yeah, right? The, 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 the fact that, you know, especially the parts where they show, like, this is this town, this is this city, this is that city. Yeah. J- just the point of saying this is happening all over the country. Right. Oh, and yeah. All, all your children are going to die, you know? Because they're gonna great. go home, gonna go home and watch the big giveaway, and you know they're all gonna turn to worms and snakes and bugs. Right. <laughs> it's okay. Great. Yeah. And then what? I mean, okay, they want to kill the kids, and then when the parents die, that's just a happy accident. I mean, was that their plan too? Is to like have the bugs and snakes kill uh, everyone in proximity, or is just is that just a happy accident? Well, it depends right? on the bugs and the snakes if they're poisonous or not. You know. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. We well, just happened how... to get the snake in that one scene. He comes yeah. out and bites the fucking people. Yeah, the rattler. Was that? Yeah. Now, was that just a coincidence that a snake came out? Or were snakes always supposed to come out? We don't know because we only actually see it happen one time. So That's true. Maybe and... so, though. Yeah. And that, that scene always fucked me up as a kid because uh, just seeing his head deteriorate... Uh, you know, underneath that mask, and then I don't like insects. I don't really know people, anybody who does, but just just thinking about insects being on your face or coming out of your head or something weird like that always grossed me out. <clears throat> but I wonder if like that was like a one-time incident, and like other times, like uh, you know, like mammals will come out, like fucking <laughs> a squirrel, fucking generates out of your head and then goes on a killing flying squirrel rampage or something like that. Flying squirrel. Rocky the knows. flying squirrel. Call, call, them, call them Cracker Jack masks because they don't know what's going to come out of them. 
That's awesome. This yeah, one, there's this one my ferrets might come out of. <laughs> right. Well, here, here I'm going to support the theory that it's bugs uh-huh. because of the other famous laser scene, the banana laser scene, where the fucking girl gets blasted in the mouth in the ho- in the hotel, which is a scary scene, by the way, which I fucking love when she's scratching the thing and zoom, the fucking thing comes out. Mm-hmm. And then that awesome scene when they come back to her and her face is all fucking torn apart. And what crawls out is that fucking nasty That's looking right. bug. Yeah, her face looked fucking gnarly. It was good. Yes. Special effects. Yeah. That was some good makeup, yeah. Yeah, it was great. And that bug is one of the fucking nastiest looking bugs you'll ever see. I don't know what it is, but the color of it, and just the way it moved, everything about that bug was fucking repulsive. So that's yes. my theory. It's all about the fucking bugs, and uh, I, got, I guess a snake. <laughs> a and bunch then... of bugs, and one snake comes out to finish the fucking parent. That, that's, that's probably the only reason the snake comes out. I think the mom fainted. I don't know why. I think maybe uh... That's what I thought. Yeah, because you just see her fall down. You don't see her, and then all of a sudden there's a, a little slimy snake on her. You never see, like, anything truly happen to her, so who knows? Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe Cochran's just going to, you know, tie her up for a sex slave or something like that. Who knows? <laughs> My name's Ellie Grimbridge. I know. Dan Chalice. I know. One of the nurses told me I could find you here. I saw you at the funeral. Thank you. I'm sorry about your father. Did my father say anything to you the night he died? I don't know. Your father came into the hospital. He, I thought he was crazy out of his mind. He's hanging onto a Halloween mask. He wouldn't let it go. And what he said was, they're going to kill us all. And in a little while, he was dead. And I don't know what the hell is going on. And what about sex? I think that, what's his name? Dan Chalice, when he first meets her in the hospital, he sees her kind of grieving in the room. Remember, she has to identify the body, and he happens to be there. Mm -hmm. And he looks over, and you see that he kind of gives, like, a a look. Like, he's almost, like, checking her out. It's like, I can can hit that. Right? Oh, well, yeah. Too you soon? see in his face. His fucking, <laughs> his boner radar just fucking went off the charts. He's like, oh, yeah, we're banging. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was just like, well, maybe it's not, you know, maybe uh, it's a little too soon. She just fucking identified her dead father, you know, maybe. Uh, then he walks out in the hallway, looks at her again. She's crying. She looks at him. She turns. She continues her fucking sobbing. And then, you know, as fate would have it, she approaches him in a bar. Yep. <laughs> Too soon, Dave. I mean, Dan <laughs> is there to step in and be that father figure. I mean, it, that's clearly what they're doing. He's so much. He's. I mean, how old would you say Dan Chalice is in this? Forty. Forty yeah. something. Yeah, forty's a fair estimate. Sure. And she is easily. She's like twenty two, twenty three. Yeah. Wouldn't you yeah. say? I mean, that's a big gap there. Good for him. She's got a what? A big gap. Yeah. She's that's got daddy issues. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> her dad wasn't dead oh my god her dad wasn't dead a day and she's like i have fucking daddy issues you need to fuck me in the ass right now where do you want to sleep dr chalice that's a dumb question miss grimpage and how about this he doesn't even ask her how old she is until after the third time they fucked 
<laughs> By the way, can I, can I see some ID, honey. <laughs> he, he doesn't ask right away. He goes through all this rigmarole. I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna help you fucking track down. I'm gonna go to the shop with you. You know he's doing it all to get laid in the beginning. He probably thinks he's oh, fucking yeah. chicks bad shit crazy, and you know maybe maybe your father was too. You think he's really believing that fucking the guy saying something about a mass people are killing him? He's probably not buying it at this point. Maybe he thinks they're both fucking Looney Tunes. So at first. His initial investment is, yeah, I'm going to try to bang this fucking hot young thing that looks like she might have an interest in me. So one thing leads to another, and then they do their thing. Then, you know, after they fucked about three times, then he decides, oh, by the way, um, how old are you? (laughs) It's great. Oh, man. First things fucking last. How old are you? I've been doing some detective work. My father kept excellent records. October 18th, Merchants' Council meeting. He was there. I checked. October 21st, dinner with Minnie. Minnie Blankenship. He never showed up. He never called. You've been busy. I think my father ran into trouble somewhere between here and Santa Mira. Santa Mira? Where they make those. Oh. Little place, not too far away. Maybe they know something. I'm not going back to L.A. until I find out what happened to my father. But, I mean, come on. A- I mean, Annie Brackett, I mean, how could you let that go, man? Fucking too fine. <laughs> Would she, you know, just pour some butter all over her and fucking <laughs> go to town, you know? She is kind of, oh, she I, is kind of a bitch in this one, though. I see, oh, yeah, she is. Yeah. She's definitely a different character. But if you were once married to this fucking dude and he's let you down so many times and shit, which I just assume he has, you know, I would be too, so... Just like the part where he brings in the mask, he clearly got this at a truck stop or something, or at the liquor store. <laughs> he got him at the discount store from Haddonfield in, in Halloween 4. <laughs> the best masks in town. <laughs> yeah, but I, I still want to see the further adventures of Dan Chalice. Is there fan fiction out there I can read or something? Uh, there needs to be a comic book series, you know, uh, Halloween 3, the continuation uh, the continuing adventures of Dan Chalice, <laughs> you know, like Knight Rider, like going from town to town, getting into adventures, fucking chicks half his age. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need this in my life. Someone, please direct me to it. Write it. Do something. We need. We need more of this. It would be good. Fucking swashbuckling. Yeah. Fucking drinking, <laughs> <you know? laughs> raping, and, pillaging. Yes, yes, raping. All pillaging. of that. All in a members-only jacket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, he's got style, man. He's got style. This movie has it all. Style, rape, adventure, booze. You know, fuck. To, to, to be fair, she came on to him, man. That's all I'm saying. No, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, she he was took a ready. Shot. Well, yeah, she was ready, but he, he did what any fucking guy that has any moves is going to do, and he's going to say his line. I mean, I would do the same thing in that position. Well, he, <laughs> he gets a hotel room right off the bat. He's got it on his mind. I mean, he, he's he's pushing it. He's just hoping to see how she's going to react. Mm-hmm. So any guy that has any fucking play at all, you're, you're, you're definitely... All they got left is this king-size bed, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And he tries to play it off. Well, you know, I'll, I'll sleep in the car or something or get another room. He's just casting fucking bait out there to see what she's going to take, you know? That's great. Oh, That's yeah, great. she takes it. Um, she so... takes it. <laughs> <laughs> What happens to her? I mean, we know at the end he finds her, quote-unquote, but it's just her robot version of her, 
which they made rather quickly. But like, what happens to her? What I mean, does she just get killed? Is she uh, in Cochrane's sex slave dungeon that <laughs> apparently he has, or or what? It's like Stepford Wives. She's just replaced with a fucking robot self, and, and the original yeah. one is killed. Once he breaks out, he picks her up, or he finds her, he picks her up, and, and yeah, they're escaping, and there's a good five, seven, eight minutes there where, she, yeah, she's just not talking, they're just running. And yeah. then it's it's when he tries to communicate with her, that's when she just snaps, oh, it's I must kill you now. That's <laughs> kind of strange, right? Why'd they get away first? And then she goes to kill him. That's no, the no. This is the mystery. How the fuck did they get Stonehenge Rock to California with nobody seeing them? Uh, magic powers. Oh god. Witchcraft. <laughs> witchcraft. The planets were aligned. Come on, it makes sense. They use multiple. They use multiple backhoes to get that thing. Let me tell you right now. Oh my god. I I, I just have this image in my head of all the well dressed men. Uh, just, it. just, yeah, just carrying it <laughs> like, like fucking, uh, like ants carrying a fucking crumb or a, yeah, a like, fry. like Arnold in Terminator Three carrying that coffin. I don't know if you guys seen that, but <laughs> yeah, I've seen it before. <laughs> That's yeah, uh, they had to do it at night, you know. <laughs> well, well, Cochran even calls it out. He says he's he's telling Dan he's like you wouldn't oh, yeah. believe what it took to get this thing here. It's like, <laughs> you're right. I don't please, please elaborate. You, you were elaborating on everything else. Please tell us how you got this fucking thing here. I want to know. I need to know. Gives all his tells like a James Bond villain. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's a fucking Blofeld over here. Just explaining everything. All he needs is a fucking cat to stroke. I expect <laughs> you to die. Mr. Chalice. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. You know, oh, it's cool. I, and yeah. I love the image of the guys just chipping away at it. Yes. Chis- chiseling. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. They're just on scaffolds and just fucking <laughs> yeah. ch- chipping away at it. I guess they, what they do put the, the rock chips in the, I don't know. Yes. That's it, what I get. One they chip. fuse it with the microchip. Yes. And then, okay. That's what caused the fucking laser. Yeah. Ah, there's Mr. Cochran now. A great man, Colonel Cochran. A true genius. There's one scene that I think is fucking awesome, and that's when Dan is captured, and Cochran, you know, tells his whole little story, and he walks out of the room. He turns the TV on, puts the mask on Dan. Yeah. uh, So that, you know, he can die like the kids. But... He tur- you know, the horathon is on and yes. it's playing Halloween, of course. Yes. And the music. The music comes mm-hmm. up and you're like, that score I mean, I love the the score as it is, but to have the Halloween theme from the original play in the background seamlessly with the movie as Cochrane says, you know, Happy Halloween and then he just walks off was fucking awesome. Agreed. Yeah, I just yeah. fucking love that part. It fits it perfectly too. For it, 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 even the situation that Dan Chalice is in. That music fits, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's almost as if it belongs in the movie, you know. So. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. It, it really fit, I, and I, it was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, they knew what they were doing with that. Yeah, uh, how about that mask? Don't you think that's a pretty fucking sweet mask that that skull that skull mask they put on him? I do like it. Yeah, if I were to choose one of those masks, it would probably be the skull. Mm-hmm. Agreed. You yeah. were in agreement, Gary. Yeah. We're all on the skull, man. Let's let's take a vote. All right. Call this meeting to order. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween three. <laughs> but uh, did you know that they put those masks out? 
uh, as in order to uh, promote the movie. That Don oh, Polk. Oh shit! Yeah, wow. those masks were actually sold around the time Halloween Three was was put out. I bet they cost a fucking million dollars nowadays, huh? You can buy them. I think there's actually a Silver Shamrock dot com. Possibly, I know there's a store on eBay, but I think there's a, a Silver Shamrock dot com. They even have the thing on the back. You know, yeah, they're profiting off this. They're smart. Someone had to do it, so somebody got involved. And uh, I think you can get them for like eighty bucks or something like that. No shit. Now, would you be nervous to put that <laughs> mask on and then watch the intro to Halloween Three, where they start? Start flashing this, you know, strobe lighting the screen and stuff like that. I'd be a little nervous. I got news for you. I might buff. I might go fucking buy one this minute. <laughs> <laughs> Pull out the credit card. That's it. I'm giving it to my daughter for Halloween. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, wow, you were just... fucked up, sir. Let's watch. <laughs> let's watch the horathon, honey. The big giveaway is in ten minutes. No, <laughs> sit closer to the television. Nine o'clock, honey. And remember, Daddy loves you. <laughs> that is fucked up, Dave. Nah, I never. <laughs> I just, it just—it sounded better than me wearing it myself, you know. Steve, Steve's calling the fucking working man right now, just to be sure, you know. <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm not sure, but the little yes. girl might go down. <laughs> there you go, oh, Silver brother. Shamrock Man. Okay, go ahead, continue. I'm, I'm gonna look it up as you guys. Yeah. Uh... So, okay, so Dan he breaks out. Uh, he gets Ellie. Um, and how he finishes everybody off is is kind of strange and a little lack lackluster. Uh, you know, it, it just seems like they could have done it a little better. He um, fucking gets a box of all the the chips, the tags, you know, on the masks, and he just <laughs> he just dumps them over everybody, and then the the TVs just kind of trigger a gigantic laser and zaps. Everybody out of existence. I thought that was a, yeah, they could have done something. A he little turns turns Cochran into white foam for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, very strange, very strange. I d- I did like how he was the last one though, and it got everybody else first, and then he's just there, and then he's in between the giant laser circle and the fucking Stonehenge, and just fucking boom, right in his brain. I did like that, but I don't know. It would have been better for Chalice to go in there and maybe. I don't know. Fucking kill, kill all, kill all the robots somehow. I don't know how he would have done it, but uh, who knows? We, I think we it's do, great. You do, you do like it? I don't really like it. Really, I think it's yeah. fucking pretty sweet, and uh, because it, once again, it, it touches upon the Stonehenge thing and the lasers, and yeah. you know, obviously, you know that those those chips are in that thing. So yeah, that's true. But I mean, it's just. I mean, it's kind of on a wing and a prayer, you know, him doing this. Like, oh, this is this has got to work. I'm just gonna dump him and like. But yeah, I'll give you. You know, it's like that. But I'll give uh, you that. I, I, you know what I love? I love that he that he turns around and he fucking applauds him. He gives him that sinister fucking yes, yes. I I forgot about that. Yes. Applause, because honestly, he doesn't give a fuck. He's gonna achieve what he wants to anyway. The big giveaway is gonna be on any minute. Everybody's bought the mask. His plan is fucking in action, and there's no way this guy's going to stop it. So he doesn't yeah. even give a fuck at that point. So he's like, yeah, okay, you got me, buddy. All right, great job. I think it's awesome. I think he actually uh, enjoys the fact that he got he got it over on him. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you bested me. Good for you, you know. Uh, he, he, like, sees sees his play and, and, and applauds him for real. I think he really enjoys that he got it, got it over on him. 
Anyways, uh, the movie ends in in grand fashion, which I, like I said earlier, I really enjoyed as a kid, and I, I still enjoy now, uh, because it's kind of really kind of an ambiguous ending, sort of. It's kind of a non-ending, really. Uh, you just kind of make it up as you like. I I think that uh, Cochran's plan still takes effect, and kids all across America are brutally fucking killed by snakes and bugs. I agree with that. Oh, yeah. One big loophole, you know, I I think in him just churning out the major networks. Yeah. What about cable television? Oh. Well, I mean, what was this, 1982? I just think he had to get rid of three stations, the the three major ones. It's also pretty funny that one number leads to all of them. That's what I was going to say. It's like, okay, good. You got CBS. Now fucking shut off NBC. Come on. It's great. The fact that the fact that he is able to convince them to do it, like, right. why, why on the earth, why on earth would anybody believe somebody calling in Halloween night, nine p.m. Hey, turn off this program. It's going to murder all the kids. Yeah, go go sleep it off, buddy. I don't think so. But they <laughs> shut it. They shut it down. I don't fucking get it. Yeah, you're right. That they do. He does get a couple. Yeah, but him him saying you know, stop it progressively louder and louder. And then when he looks dead in the camera and just screams, stop it is fucking awesome. I fucking love that every time. Mm-hmm. Man. It's a, it's a great moment. Very it's suspenseful. Fucking, it's haunting. Yeah. It's the way it echoes at the end and everything. Yes. Oh, what a great way to end a movie. Once again, is very similar to invasion of the body snatchers. It's the same. Oh thing. yeah. Yes. You're right. It goes, no, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. Once again, that's this this time in Wallace, and he's completely about that. What is this place? Can't you tell? Advanced, ancient technology. <laughs> A good magician never explains. Come on then. You still got time to figure it out all by yourself. Stonehenge. <laughs> we had a time getting it here. <laughs> you wouldn't believe how we did it. <laughs> Charlie, can we have another station? You got it. Come on, come on, come on. What's the matter? Don't you have any Halloween spirit? It's still a police 
please. Want to take off the third channel, the third channel. It's still running. Stop it, please. For God's sake, please stop it. There's no more time. You've got to please stop it. Stop it now. Turn it off. Turn it off. Stop it. 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 And one more. You know that Dick Warlock is fucking. In this movie, also, he's the guy that pulls the fucking bum's head off. Whoa, well, hold exactly on, slow down, slow down. It's getting late. I could use a drink. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. He does a, yeah, it's, I, it's a Myers like kill. Yeah, you know what I mean? He, in essence, he plays the same part from Halloween 2 and 3, except instead of wearing a mask and fucking a jumpsuit, he's wearing a fucking suit. But he acts the same way. He walks stiff and he fucking kills the guy with ease, you know? He's a, he's a robot. <laughs> a robot. Yeah. That, that explains why. He walks so fucking slow in Halloween 2. <laughs> hey, he's a robot. Yeah. Explains everything right there. Boom. Yes. Okay, I get it now. Fucking okay, it, it makes sense. It all comes yeah. together. That's it. They're in cult of form. They're all together. <laughs> in, the produ- in the producer's cut of Halloween 6, they actually tie in Halloween 3, so yeah, the yeah. before the producer's cut. What? Wait, 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 wait. What? There's a producer's cut of Halloween 6. I've seen it. Right, I've tie, seen it. They tie in Halloween 3. What? Where? What part? I don't. I don't remember that. I forget exactly when, but they, they tie it all together. What the During fuck? The big... I have the hot, the producer's cut. I never saw anything watch about it. Watch it again. It's a big Myers conspiracy thing. They all tie it in together. Are you no, fucking I'm, serious? I'm gonna watch it tonight. Oh mm. man, I, I think I sold mine because I hated it so much. I think I, I, I seriously, <laughs> I brought it back to fucking Best Buy because Best Buy has those random, uh, what do you call it? Where, where if you bring in a DVD, any DVD, it gets five dollars off a Blu-ray sale. They do it like three, four times a year. So I just fuck. That's one of the ones I brought them because they don't even give a fuck. They open up. Okay, it's a DVD. We'll take it. I fucking brought my producer's cut back. That's how fucking much I I, I didn't enjoy it. You exchanged a bootleg. I exchanged a bootleg. <laughs> I fucking I sure as fuck did. <laughs> yeah, but hold on though. I probably spent over twenty dollars for that bootleg when I first bought it. Hmm. Speaking of eBay, they have the witch mask and the fucking skull mask, silver shamrock skull replica mask. And Don Post Halloween 3 Silver Shamrock Mask. Wow. 65 and 50 bucks. You know what? One more thing. I brought it up before. You don't see it much, but they kill a kid in this movie. They do. Yeah, that's true. And Mm -hmm. it's one more reason I love the movie. You know? (laughs) Yeah, fuck those kids. Yeah. Die. That's my rule, man. You kill a kid or a dog, it it goes up a point for me almost. Just because you never see it. Dave, this should be your favorite series because Michael Myers kills a dog in like every fucking movie, and and they kill a kid in this one. So it, it does shit. bring them up. It does bring those movies up just a little bit that they, yeah. that, that kids and dogs are killed because it, mm-hmm. it doesn't happen in any other series. So now this truly is a holiday, a, a Halloween movie. Yes, it it's completely has the vibe. No other Halloween movie, and I mean, you know, in, in this series captures Halloween. Or is centered around Halloween, like this is the first one with the babysitter murders that just happened to tie in the Halloween thing after they did their thing, and you know I understand they had a little vibe in two, and it's Halloween night, you realize that, but this is specifically designed Halloween. It feels like Halloween, and it's all about Halloween. So that's one plus that this movie has that none of the others have. You think yeah. of the movie like this coming out? If it would have came out today, you know, with everything we have now, we have the internet, we have you know magazines that. that talk about this stuff we didn't have it readily available when that movie came out which they hype they hype new horror so much on those sites and those magazines mm-hmm. if you would have known what Carpenter was going for you think it would have had a wider audience uh, I like to think so 
Because, yeah, you're right. I think people walked into the movie theater thinking Michael Myers was going to be back. And then it was like halfway through the movie, they were, they were like, he's not in this movie? I think people were that fucking stunned. I think if you look at the trailer, though, there's really... They really don't allude to that at all. And they call it the night no one comes home. And they show something. Yeah. If you watch the trailer, I, I believe you would not be misled into thinking it was Michael. But mm. I, I can't recall. I didn't see this at the movies. Um, I, that, yeah, this was before I got into the genre. I, I know I saw Halloween 4 opening night. But that's another story. But when this came out, it's hard to say. I'd like to talk to someone that, that may have went um, and what their how, expectations were. How about that subtitle, Season of the Witch? What the fuck does that mean? I mean, is that where are the witches? I don't get it. Am, well, am I an the, idiot? The witchcraft. Thing of witchcraft. Yeah. Yeah. Cochran. He apparently knew some shit about the occult, and yeah, he, he knew what was going to happen if he put little bits of Stonehenge in these Halloween masks and, <laughs> and put his mojo on them, and he knew what was going to happen. Obviously, so he obviously knew something about the dark arts. So. Cockring, king of the witches. King of the witches. Cockring. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't not Cockring. say or hear Cockring and not think of Cockring. Like what the fuck? It's hilarious. Did anybody else think that he was like a colonel? Because he was Colonel Cochran or right? His name is yeah. Colonel, but I thought he was Colonel for years. I swear to God, they said Colonel like three times in that movie. You know what? It's it's, it's that Irish accent, Colonel Cochran. Come, yeah. you know. <laughs> Oh, what a man, that Colonel Cochran. Yeah, it's, it's the way they speak. It sounds like they're saying Colonel, and it could have could have possibly made sense that he had a title such as that, being that he ran the whole fucking town. Curfew. Curfew. All residents of Santa Mira, please clear the street. Curfew is now in effect. Please confine your activities to your own homes. Thank you. Have a very pleasant evening. How about this? You know, it's rumor, and I don't know if it's true, but you know when they have that, that part in the movie when they have curfew and, and the, it's announced from the, uh, from the factory? Mm-hmm. Curfew, close your door, whatever the hell they say. That supposedly is Jamie Lee Curtis's voice. Oh, no shit. It could yeah. possibly be. You know what? There's one more thing I want to touch upon before we wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Because there's one scene that's always stuck with me, and I fucking love it. And it's another scene that not many people talk about. But that that scene when he goes back to the hotel room with her, and then she's gone, Dan Chalice, and right before it really goes into the fucking last act and the shit really hits the fan and they kidnap. When he, he looks out, out his window and those five guys are standing there in the suits, and they play that music, that and they're fucking there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's a man who loves his synth, man. Yeah. I think that's fucking that that's one of the best scenes of the movie. It's it to mm-hmm. me it's scary. Well that's the the back goes back to the body snatchers thing you're talking about. This very body snatchers where you know you 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 gotta know where you can go, you know. Yeah. But he's just the way it plays out, right? He is resourceful though, so he has somewhere he can go. Oh yeah, yeah, he was resourceful. <laughs> what do you go out the bathroom window? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great scene and they walk slowly and then all of a sudden you know that they're all fucking upon them and I don't know that's it's a scene we didn't mention it but I just I had to throw it in there just because it's fucking I I, I enjoy that that, that it might be my favorite scene of the movie it's fucking I mean, what, what, uh, the music what else can you expect from the keyboard player from the Coupe de Ville's <laughs> that's him huh <laughs> this place is a zoo 
Um, yeah. Uh, in closing, Gary, uh, on this show, we like to uh, give out some awards uh, for some of our movies. And this one shall be no exception. So, Dave and Gary, for uh, the banana most like that you'd most like to peel, meaning the chick you want to bang the most, for me, is easily... Teddy, the assistant corner that Dan keeps calling. Uh, she, I mean, there's really slim pickings in this movie. You know, Annie Brackett, Ellie, you know, Greenbridge or whatever her name is. And, but for me, it's that the the corner that he keeps calling. She's probably the hottest chick in the movie. Wow, no shit. You didn't think that? What'd you think? You took Ellie? me by surprise. I think Ellie is fucking extremely average. Nah, I think no, she's, she's so hot. Nah, she's too she's too childlike and like young looking for me. <clears throat> I need I need a mature woman. <laughs> well, yeah, well, knowing we know now about her robot badge, you know, yeah. just <laughs> I think Ellie all day long. Right, and she oh, was like, insatiable. You, you can <laughs> set the you can set the tightness level, man. Do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Because remember, he was tiring him out. Aren't you just the least bit tired? That's why. That is, she is a robot. She, she's fuck. a fuck machine in, <laughs> in every sense of the word. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, and so... I, that's what it is about. I like her personality. <laughs> I like that she's fucking, you know, kind of slutty and fucking, mm. and, I mean, you know, you see her with her, with her clothes off. She's got a pretty fucking slamming body and a cute face. And... Yeah, I mean, she's definitely hot. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, best kill, banana split. I got to go with the kid kill. I mean, to me, that's fucking awesome. I think, he, he, I think Ellie's daddy was the best kill to me. Yeah. Was the most nose brutal. break? Yeah, the nose break. They, he was oh, that is there. brutal. That is brutal. It is pretty cool. Boy, it's tough because the most memorable is definitely the kid. It, it's the most yeah. impactful to the movie. It's really cool. You're never going to see something like that again. However, I do love when fucking Dick Warlock rips the fucking bum's head out. Bet head off. It looks pretty yeah. badass. But... I'm gonna have to to uh, agree with Matt, I, just because of what it meant for the movie. And because yeah, you definitely, definitely that a turning point in the film. Yeah. So to rate this fucker, uh, definitely peel this back. I mean, this is a fun B movie. Uh, just because Michael isn't in it, in it, you know, get the fuck over it. It's good for what it is. I give this uh, three and a half out of five. Three and a half. I say peel it back. And I am gonna even bump it up to four, four out of five, because mm. yeah, I, I cannot go without. I cannot go the Halloween season without seeing it. It, it is a must see. I was thinking about uh, Halloween two. I gave a four also, and I was trying to think would I rather watch Halloween two or Halloween three? And I honestly, um, I have them even. So for that reason, I, I, I can't give it lower than two. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I go with four. I say peel it back, stick it up, Ellie the Robot's crack. <laughs> and I give it a four out of five. Oh, right on. Yeah, good. Well, three things now is what elevates this movie. It's the synth score, love it, uh, Tom Atkins' portrayal as Dan Chalice, and now a third thing is Robot Badge. Really just <laughs> elevates this fucking movie. So that's it, guys. That's Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Dave Z, Gary Hill, Wizzell. Happy Halloween. Happy Happy Halloween. All I can tell you, mister, is watch out. Seen the TV cameras yet? He's watching you, friend. I guarantee you that. Hey, Cochran. Fuck you. Last Halloween for them.
last Halloween. Halloween. Banana laser. Don't you have any Halloween spirit? Whoa, yeah, hold exactly. on, slow down, slow down. It's getting late. I could use a drink. He's not human. I shot him six times. Stonehenge. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Banana Wazer Podcast. Please be sure to check out Horophilia.com for a full archive of all of our previous episodes, as well as other great podcasts like The Skeleton Crew, My Bloody Podcast, and many more. Please be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Banana Wazer Show. Also, join our Facebook group page at facebook.com slash groups slash That's where the real lasers come out. Be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, where we post trailers, movies, and more. Interact with us. Please send us a voicemail at 314-720-8842. Or send us an email at bananalazer at gmail.com. You can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher. Again, thanks for listening, and keep on bananaing. Happy Halloween, everybody!